1: Welcome back to another episode of Cosmic You, the podcast. Today we are sat with Jacob from Polaris Studios, the beautiful studio that we are sitting in right now. <laughs> Jacob is also an empowerment coach and he is helping people heal, transform and just transcend their life. Jacob has been such a powerful energy in our life. And he has really supported us in our dream of bringing this podcast to life. And so it's really amazing to have you here sitting with us in your studio. What an intro. Our studio.
2: <laughs> See, th- I, I'm not used to this. This is awesome. Thank you. That's so good. So good. Usually my intro every morning is, Jacob, where's... Have you done the dishes, Jacob? <laughs> sort this out. Where's the washing? But where's thank like, you. I'm glad Taylor's. we can do this. I appreciate it. So good. So good. I left this morning and is like, where are you going, Dad? I'm like, i um, on to do a podcast she's like oh who do you have on i'm like oh no it's
3: they got i'm, me I'm a guest <laughs> she's me.
2: like oh oh uh, okay <laughs> just like walked off i was like oh thanks she's it's like appreciate how it.
3: disappointing
1: yeah yeah, yeah. yeah she's yeah. like that's not cool
2: yeah it's not interesting at all <laughs> you uh. but thank it. you
1: no worries thank so you. we like to start our episodes when we have our guests asking what your cosmic code is which is your numerology life path number uh-huh. your sun sign uh-huh. and your Human design energy type.
2: Yes. All right. I'm, I'm prepared. Uh, <laughs> m- m- first one is one life path number. Uh, Taurus sun and the energy type is manifesto.
1: Incredible. So to right. translate for down. everyone, the one life path number is the innovative leader. You're literally born to lead people, mentor people, and to come up with new innovative ways to guide people. You're never going to do things how they've always been done. And because you've got the manifesting energy type as well, it means that whatever vision you can bring to life, like you can dream of with that one energy behind you and that bull energy charging from the Taurus, Mm. you can just make things happen. Mm. So it's really incredible talking to you earlier and hearing about how, you know, in your astrology reading, that same thing got mirrored back to you and just seeing at such a young age, what you've been able to create. It's, yeah, it's pretty incredible. It's pretty cool
2: can't wait this is sick this is
1: you're like yes I am fabulous <laughs>
3: <laughs> Tell me more. Anything else no you know? um
2: I yeah like I was saying to you um when I first started like four or five years ago like um never would I have dreamt of what I've created so far and um yeah my my main concern back then was how am I gonna get rent let's get rent sorted let's get the grocery money sorted um but hey don't get me wrong I'm still you know, focused on those things and worry about those things. But, um, yeah, it's been a really awesome journey and I feel like it's just a, just a start as well, which is a really cool thing.
1: Definitely. Mm. So four years ago, what was the trigger into this space?
2: Oh man. Um, let's just say back then I was, um, very unaware of this type of work. Um, very disassociated with myself and very, um, yeah, just unaware that any of this was available or any of this type of work was even needed in a sense because mm. I just felt like there was nothing wrong with me, like I'm all good, like um everything that I'm doing, sweet, don't have to talk to me or touch me, I'm good. Um, and then when you have like a, you know, a catastrophic life lesson happen to you, you're just like – probably need to do something about this <laughs> probably can't continue on life you know just how many drugs I can do every weekend and how mm. much money I can lose in gambling and you know, mm. just consistent escapism and running away from the pain and everything like that and the the really um I guess confronting thing was like never experienced that type of pain before but like where's this pain coming from like why is this happening like where where's this you know stemming from all that type of stuff Um, and yeah like I didn't even get to a point of like um, yeah like I didn't know where the pain was stemming from but I think the really powerful thing was like me leaning into that as well and being like okay cool I don't know what it is but surely I can find out surely I can do something so um, yeah after like a year worth of a lot of escapism and a lot of running away and, um, yeah, a lot of like not wanting to deal with this. It was more, um, I just got to a point where I, I had to do it. And there was a point in time where Ali was talking to, to Lauren and she was just like, why doesn't dad want to play with me? And like that sentence still mm-hmm. like shocks me to my core. And I'm just like, yeah, man, you can't keep doing this. Like you can't, you know, come home at, 4 a.m. and wake up at 2 p.m. and then go to work at 4 p.m. because I used to work at a pub um so yeah listen to that sentence and I was just like fuck's sake like this just can't continue on so I started to explore different options um like literally like okay cool maybe I'll just go talk to a therapist maybe I'll go talk to someone like that Mm. that didn't really eventuate into what I wanted it to be um and then luck would have it. Lauren was doing her hypnobirthing courses out in the backyard. Well, not the backyard, but she had like a granny flat out the back.
0: I pictured um, her just on the grass. <laughs> <station>. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like women's Under stuff? the trees. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> she was doing her hypnobirthing stuff and she had like three or four couples there. And a guy that was attending with his partner um, was talking to Lauren. She was just like, oh, so what do you do? And he's just like, oh, I'm a men's coach. And Lauren's like, oh, what's, what's that? And he started speaking about it and she was just like, yep. Yeah yeah, Jacob's doing this like hundred percent. So mm-hmm. I rang the guy the next day, um, signed up to his program the day after. It was like four and a half thousand dollars and I just sent it over to him straight away. And um, yeah, just lent right into it. Did that for 10 weeks, 12 weeks, which was just like two Zoom calls per week. Learning a lot of good stuff, but the stuff that I found really potent was like understanding that there was other men out there going through the same thing while also willing to express in that manner as well. Like I, I didn't mm. really have that. Um, so it was like really cool. Like I would have the conversations that would go for like an hour and a half, two hours and then go out. And this is the really potent thing was then being able to go out to Lauren and then go and Hey, I learn about what masculine and feminine is. And then our bond really started to like kick into play. So it felt like we'd been dating since we were 16, but we only really started connecting to each other when we were like 25, 26. Wow. Um, so yeah, really started to connect in that way with her. And then I started to get this feeling of like, okay, this is it. This is it. Like I haven't dealt with the pain yet, mm. but this feeling compared to running away from it, this is what I want. So um, yeah, lent into it. And then the guy that I did the program with, I reached out to him and I was like, okay, cool. Where did you learn how to become a men's coach? He put me on to that guy. I worked with him for a, a year and a half, um, created a business, and then didn't look back. Yeah. So the first the first year I had one client. So the first year I lived off like $20 a week.
0: Oh my God. Which is great. And uh, did you still work at your other job then at the same time? So
2: here's the thing. Uh, I finished that program uh, and then finished that program. I went back to work for like six months in that time. That's when Luca was starting um, to, he was conceived in that time. And then- um, just before he was about to come into this world, that's when I quit. So mm. he come into the world, I quit. Um, so pretty much as soon as I started the business, that's when I, um, left work. Mm. So I, I think I had like, cause I worked for there for like, oh, probably eight or nine years. The payout was probably, <laughs> it was probably not that much. It was probably like look seven grand but then you got tax so mm. i probably got taxed down to like five grand so i had that five grand to live off for the first few months and then after that i was just like pretty much just kept saying to myself it's either you make this successful in what you're doing or fall face a flat, full flat on your face mm. um i just didn't have a plan b i think mm. that's where i think that's where a lot of people get unstuck i think especially when we're doing this type of stuff when it's like we're, we're venturing out into our own thing. Um, you know, oh, I've got this brilliant idea and I want to start it. But we have like a, 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 I guess like a fallback just in case, you know, oh, I'll go give this my 100%. But just in case it doesn't work out, I've still got this to land back on. Mm. But my ideology is like, that's what's going to stop you giving it 100%. Mm. So when I like really started to crack into this and I was like, no, 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 I'm going to make this, my full-time life, I quit my whole work, quit everything, didn't have any clients. But the thing that I said to myself is like, <clears throat> I'm going to show up consistently every single day and speak my message every single day, no matter what. And that served me for a long time. And sure, like there were some days I didn't want to do it, and there were some days when I was just like, can't be fuck doing it. Mm. But that there of like. Showing myself how to show up and be consistent with it was the thing that, you know, really propelled me. And like for the listeners out there, like people like ask me, they go, you know, oh, it's like, you know, it must be nice to be able to own your own business and work your own hours and stuff. And it, yeah, it is. Don't get me wrong. It's great. But I don't think people truly fathom like the slog that comes into it. Mm. Like, For the first two years, it was, I probably had like four clients over two years. Mm. Peanuts, like absolute peanuts. And for those first two years, there were so many times when I could have just went, I can't do this. Mm. Like I've got to, you know, provide for the family. I've got to do this and I I just can't do it anymore. And I was really thankful. Obviously I had Lauren by my side and she supported us. And that's the thing that I was really grateful for is, you know, if we didn't, if I didn't have Lauren next to me for those first couple of years, I wouldn't have been able to, wouldn't have been able to survive. Mm. So um, yeah, always forever in her debt. So um, yeah, the first couple of years is just like, it was so many lessons and so many tests and Mm. it was a really big thing of like, how do you show up when things are really stacked against you? Like things in, in those moments, there was nothing, going for me like nothing. Like probably had a hundred followers on Instagram and I'm mm-hmm. trying to get clients out of it. As you know, conversion rate, like you probably convert maybe one percent of your followers, maybe two percent <laughs> if that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm literally talking pretty much to like one person <laughs> for two years. Mm-hmm. And it just felt like it just felt there was something more to it and I knew that there was gonna be something more. But then again, if you come back to your logical brain, it's just like, yeah, cool. There's something more here, but fuck me, do we need some money? Like, right. mm. you know, it's all well and good to be Still in like, the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yep. it's gonna come, it's gonna happen. It's gonna come, but it's just like, fuck, how much, how much longer do I need to keep doing this? Mm. You know, how much longer do I need to keep pushing this? Um,
1: how did you stay motivated to keep going?
2: Mm, I, th- I, th- I think the, the feeling of knowing that, I was meant to do this outweighed the, you know, the pieces of like, this is failing, this isn't happening, da, 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 da. So I think I really just kept leaning into, I, ke- I lent into my non-negotiables and my non-negotiables was obviously meditating and, and journaling and, and being really still with myself, but also showing up every single day.
3: Mm-hmm. Like no matter if,
2: no matter if I didn't sign anyone that week, I'm still going to show up in that same way. And I swear to God, like I still show up in that same way how I was five years ago mm. like still the same way sure like right now I've got a lot more clients and I'm speaking to a lot more people but I still show up in that same manner so mm. that was I think that was the way that I really kept pushing through was understanding that this was going to be more but if I stopped now this would be yeah this would be the thing that kept me going I kept thinking of if I stopped now and went back to the pub for example mm. like I, I wouldn't be able to survive mm. Like not even like a surviving, you know, with money and stuff. Like literally physically surviving. Mm, mm. So what's the point? Are you going to send yeah. yourself to a, be a sacrificial lamb, or are you going to just push through these hard times? And mm. yeah, the the hard times kept coming. Obviously with you know lockdowns and stuff like that. But mm. um, which was another another journey in itself. But yeah, I think that was the that was the main driving force was understanding that there was something more than what I was currently going through, and truly truly lent into that and Mm. kept pushing and kept yeah just kept going Mm.
0: i Mm. think sometimes in business or just like anything in general in life we value or we place our success on how other people are receiving us or Mm. like okay i put in all this work now how many clients do they have okay, now I'm successful. Sure. But actually the success is in just doing the thing. Mm. It's not about the result. I mean, the results are beautiful, obviously. They eventually come. Yep. But When results aren't coming because shit takes time, yeah. it's like you have to kind of change your mentality to be the success is actually in my growth, how much I'm showing up for myself, what I'm actually doing. Yep. Because then you can see the change. Whereas you've, if you're constantly placing your success or self-worth mm. or value in how people are receiving me and if people are liking my instagram post or booking in to see me that's not going to be sustaining either because mm. you'll it's very easy to steer off course then yeah like for example oh no one's booking in so what's the point
2: yeah very externally driven yep. yeah yeah like that that wraps up into a lot of things especially with like you know our self-worth and stuff like that being excuse me being externally driven of like waiting for gratification to make you feel good or waiting for like um Uh, you know, waiting for someone to say, hey, you're doing a really good job so Mm. you you can keep going. Um, Yeah, you know, being externally driven or externally focused, I shouldn't say externally driven, externally focused. Yeah, that's the thing that's going to like, let go of your control and, you know, let you be pretty much a pawn in -hmm. the chess game of what everyone else is thinking or doing and stuff like that. So yeah, definitely more internally focused will be able to push you through Mm. for sure.
1: Something else that I think is worth highlighting as well is that... A big thing with manifesting, Jim, and it's everywhere. Manifest Mm. your dreams and things like that. What a lot of people don't realize is that you have to create the space for that vision and dream to come in, and that's exactly what you did. Mm. And I just think it's worth really highlighting that, that even though it was really hard, you kept that vision and you kept the space open to allow Mm. that to come in. Yeah. And that, yeah, hearing you say, Jim, I had my guiding values, you know, you had your plan and you had the space, like you've just been able to cultivate this incredible path for yourself. Mm. And then now, like, so now you're saying you do have all these amazing clients and people that you work with. Are you seeing that reflected back from them as well? Like in mm. their journeys?
2: Yeah, I, th- I definitely think so. And I think that's why people um, do not necessarily all the time invest into us, but there's a reason why they invest into us in that way is because, you know, like you said, they've, they've seen how we've manifested this type of work and we've been able to get to where we are. And, um, I think it's like, well, if he can do it, I can do it. Mm. So why not reach out to him and see how he did it? Um, and a, th- a lot of a lot of um, a lot of interest now is coming from people in regards to business and and stuff like that. Now it's not just necessarily people wanting you know to <clears throat> increase their self worth or mental health or empowerment. It's they've got a lot of clients now that reach out and they want to go. Um, hey, how did you start this? Or like with the podcast? Or mm-hmm. um, how did you you know get through this? Or I'm really challenged with this business thing. What should I do here? It's a, it's a it's a really um yeah complex blend now with like people wanting help in regards to like the inner world, but also like business related stuff and, and stuff like that. And um, like a, you know, like a podcast journey or um, some pieces like that, or um, you know, or how did you learn to do this and, and stuff like that? So yeah, mm. it's a cool blend.
0: Cause when you start a business, you're massively confronted with all your own shit oh. <laughs> more mm. so than I think anything <laughs> else. Yeah. Um, yeah.
2: Yeah, massively. Yeah, um, interesting. Interestingly enough, a, a lot more of my shit has come up when I brought people into the business, mm. which is interesting. Um, a lot, like I was still like a lot of stuff when I first started, being like, you know, um, list, like listening to that voice and going, you know, you won't be able to do this, you're going to fail. How are you going to make money? All that type of stuff. But then also like um, when I brought um, Tahi, Max, and Acacia in. Um, a lot of the stuff was just like I was like noticing oh okay I'm I'm triggered when Mm. they ask for this or um or they're wanting to work with this person and now I'm triggered I'm like what the fuck like Mm. this is wild like it's it's interesting how um I guess like the more connected and the more aware you do become you have a choice on what you do with your triggers but Mm. um it's interesting when, yeah, I did bring those people in and then it was like these triggers started coming up and, um, oh, hey, Jacob, I'm going to go do this. And I'm like, no, 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 you're not. It's like, ooh. It's like, oh, you don't want to let go of control.
3: Mm. And it's mm. like, well, you
2: don't really have that right because you brought these people in to do a job mm. and now you don't want to let go of it. Mm. Um, so, yeah, very interesting. Yeah, your triggers do definitely come out when you do start a business for sure.
1: Mm. Even like for us, right? Mm. <clears throat> we've, we've come into this and... We haven't really known each other that well. We just, our souls know each Mm. other. Yeah. And it's been amazing for us the last few weeks, I think, Mm. just trying to navigate, okay, how do each of us turn up and learning to communicate our needs and what we're thinking. And yeah, like it's absolutely, like it's huge. Like there's been so much growth in this podcast for us. Mm, For sure. In such a short amount of time. I'm like, imagine in a year. I know. How much we would have grown, like (laughs) strap in.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And there's going to be some moments like, you know, you will have like a, you know, not an argument, but like a disagreement or something. And then you'll go home and be like, what the fuck? Why did I disagree on that for? Like, why, yeah. why mm. did I act in that way? Or why was I triggered that way? Yeah. And like, you know, luckily you're really good humans and you'll just go, hey, shouldn't have said that. I do apologize. Or I shouldn't have acted in that way. I do apologize. But um, yeah, it's interesting. Mm. interesting how a lot of those pieces do come up when you do start to work with someone a lot closely and mm. you know a it's, lot more intimate
1: you can't hide you <laughs> yeah can <laughs> hide. and exactly. it's just lucky that jimin the people that we are attracting do have a higher level of awareness because mm. i think it's it is harder to have certain conversations with people who don't have that mm. self-awareness because you end up kind of carrying everything sure mm. yeah and so that's been something that's been quite amazing for me the last maybe six months is the people who surround me have started to shift. Mm. And so instead of things bottling up now, the people who I have in my life, I feel like I can be vulnerable with mm. and communicate yeah. clearly with. Yep. And that's been so powerful and healing in itself mm. because mm. I've been absolutely a people pleaser for a long time. So. Mm. Mm.
2: Absolutely. yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. There's a lot of power in that for sure.
0: I think another thing that's interesting that you mentioned is like the whole plan B thing Mm. because I think it makes you – if, and I think like part of that is like, you know, afraid of failing so I'll have a plan B. But I think another part of it is also I'm kind of actually not really ready to do what it takes to actually step into that fullness of who I could potentially be yeah. because I think that's more terrifying than failing in some way. So it's Mm. like if I have this as an option, then I don't actually have to – do definitely. the work or I don't have to grow I don't have to keep showing up when mm. I don't want to show up mm. I can just sort of you know play it safe down here as well
2: yeah definitely yeah um I I actually I seen a, a clip on social I can't remember what social it was um off the Joe Rogan podcast and um you probably don't know who this is but John Jones is like a UFC fighter anyway um he's like got like the longest um <clears throat> he's like undefeated for like years and years and years and years and years and, years. and he was on the podcast and he was just like, um, um, Joe, every, every single fight week, which, which means like, let's say they fight on Saturday, that fight week is that whole week building up to it. He said that every night on fight week for every single championship fight I've had, I would go out Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday and absolutely write myself off every single night just in case I did lose the fight I could look back on myself and say, that's the reason why I lost because I was so scared of failing and fully um, looking at myself being like, you lost. I could be like, no, 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 I didn't. I just didn't prepare properly.
0: Right. And he
2: like implemented like this piece of like, you know, it's like just in case or plan B and um, yeah, like I I truly believe if I had a plan B back then, I wouldn't be Mm. where I'm at right now Mm. because like I said, it's like, if you have your plan B, you'll go, okay, I'm, I'm going to commit to this, but just in case this doesn't work, I can pivot and go back to what I'm used to. Every single time something comes up in business and you go, this is too hard. This is too challenging. I need more money, whatever it may be. You'll go, All right, I'll just pivot back to it. Right.
3: Mm-hmm. Every
2: single time, every single time. And yeah, if, if I had the option of doing that, I would have ran with plan B, like I would have ran off with it. Um, But yeah, like if you, if you want to fully commit to something and I get it, it's daunting. I get it. There are so many reasons why I've like, you know, I've got a family to support. I've got, um, you know, let's just say I've got kids. I've got to look after I've got all of these things that I need to pay for. I get it. But also like, if you fully commit to this and fully lean into it, it's going to happen. Mm. That's the thing. It will happen. It might not happen tomorrow. It might not happen in six months, but it will happen. Yep. Mm. Like it took me, it took me like three years to get to a place of going, okay, I can pay rent. I can pay my taxes. I can pay the, you know, um, bills and stuff like that. And I can actually not have to worry now. Mm. Three years.
0: Yep. Which in the grand scheme of things, like people go to university for three or four years exactly. to get to where- Yeah the job they want to go, but, and like, that's hard. But I think in business, when people, you know, see someone in their success, they're like, well, how'd you get there? I want that now. Exactly. It's like that instant gratification. Mm. Um, and like you said, like, if you do have that plan B, your pivot, when something goes wrong, is going to go back to that plan B. But if yep. you don't have it, your pivot will be like, how can I be better? Yeah. And how can I keep moving forward? Not how can I go back again?
2: Yeah. How can I show up differently? How, okay, cool. That didn't work here. All right, let me change it. Yeah. Like people are really afraid in business to change what they're doing. Mm. Like I, I made a real, um, this week, like I used to make content of like me doing skits, right? Like I'll show you after this and you'll fucking lose it. I used to make <laughs> videos on like reacting to people's, um, like TikToks or like Instagram yeah. videos of them being like, um, Uh, There was one video I reacted to of a guy saying, like, the power of not texting her back. Like, she'll come back to you, just don't text her back. Like, and I've reacted to that stuff and, like, pretty much just took the piss out of being Like, this guy has no idea what he's talking about, which obviously he doesn't. But the way that I did it, like, I would do, like, a Bear Grylls, like, Man vs. Wild skit where I'd go down to Swansea fucking beach and, like, (laughs) act out me, like... Fucking crawling through the jungle and putting on an accent. Just
0: see this. Oh
2: man, I'll show you after. It's hilarious. Um, and back then, I was just like, "I'm onto something here. Like, this is it. I got it. This is it. I've cracked. Finally, I've done it." No clients. <laughs> Duh. Like, who's going to invest into that? Right? Like, fuck me. But the the point was, like, even back then, I was like, "Okay, obviously this isn't working, and I'm wasting four hours of a fucking day to go film." These stupid skits that aren't doing anything except make 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 me laugh, which I found pretty funny. It's a great time. <laughs> they, anyway. they were pretty funny. But anyway, um, <clears throat> so like in that moment, I was like, okay, cool, this isn't working. So I could have went, all right, let me just throw this in and go back to pouring beers, or go back to another job, or whatever. But instead, I've gone, okay, this isn't working. Let me invest into the business now and let me get a content strategist and get someone in to create some content for us mm. and that's when I brought Keys in shout out Keys; he's an absolute beautiful man and we sat down together we shot bow and arrows together which is an, a, I love shooting bow and arrows it's one of my favourite pastimes and we literally sp- spun yarn for like 45 minutes and he goes I've got it and I was like go what he's like I know what we're gonna do we literally went from like 400 followers to like 1600 followers within six months and this guy just revolutionized what we did um and you know showed me you know how to edit content showed me how to brand and showed me how to speak a message without you know fucking doing a bear grill shit because he was just like look the message that you're still saying is you want to be better than these other people and give better advice so why not give the advice instead of taking the piss out of people i was Mm. like huh that's way better. Yeah.
3: yeah. You yes. You've yeah. got that. Yes. <laughs> that, works. Um, <laughs> that works too.
2: So yeah, we literally sat down, strategized content. I worked with him for just, just under 12 months and yeah, he revolutionized what we did. And And now I'm really thankful because now I can edit that type of content and now I can create it by myself. Mm. So yeah, it, like I said, back then I could have pivoted and went, this isn't working. I'm running away from this. Instead I invested over like over $25,000 into content and creating mm. and stuff like that. So we could start to elevate it in that way. Mm. And I'm sure it sounds like a lot of money. It, it, well, it is a lot of money, but if your business is gonna be serious in that way, mm. you need to really put that first and really continuously invest so it does have strong foundations mm-hmm. because businesses can really vanish like that. You gotta have those strong foundations
1: there really is a lot of value in surrounding yourself with the right people. Isn't it in business? Oh, and just in life. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. He's, he was like a really good role model for me to have. And still he's a really good role model. Like, um, like trains really hard. He's really connected to source. Like he's into astrology. He's, you know, really into um, hunting and staying out on the land for five days of, you know, a, a week or a month or whatever. And, on top of that, he knows how business works. He knows how to strategize, He know, like all of these amazing things. And um, yeah, it was a really good, really, really big blessing to be able to work with him. And who knows, we could, we could get back to working together. But for now it's, um, yeah, he's doing his own thing and I'm, I'm, I'm good for the moment. Like I won't need really anyone to jump in yet. Um, But yeah, surrounding yourself with people that's, um, have you heard of the 33% rule? Mm-mm. No. Um. So like, Uh, I forget who speaks about this, but it's like the 33% rule is obviously you have three sections. So 33%, 33%, 33%. So 33% of your time should be spent with people that are like on the same level as you, people that have the same goals, people that want to be able to do the similar things to what you're doing. So like you always have that constant, like um, people having the same goals and you striving to be the same as them and pieces like that. 33% of your time should be spent with friends, family, relationships, people that you love, people that you're connected to. So you can still have that ideology of really connecting to yourself and connecting to the people that are close to you. And then 33% of your time should be spent with people that are above you,
3: Mm.
2: people that have got more than what you do. And instead of being like, you know, pissed off that these people have more than you, it's more like, okay, let me surround myself with them, mm. see how they are, see how they act, let me mm. download their archetypes, let me download how they act in these situations and um, you know, how they practically set up in pieces like that. Um, so I think there's a lot of power in, in that and, and being understanding of, yeah, still surround yourself with people that have the same goals as you, surround yourself with obviously your family, your friends, your loved ones, children, all of that. But then also surround yourself with people that are above you. Mm. So you can get to that level. And I think if you if you are consistently in that 33% rule, you will always be surrounding yourself with people that are above you. So you will always be transcending into that next mm. section. Yeah, there's a lot of power in it.
0: Totally. And I think like importantly, what you said is shifting your perspective on those people, like not mm. jealous or pissed off that they have what you don't have. But yeah. yeah.
2: Definitely. Yeah. 100%. It's, um, it's like, yeah, cool. They They have what you don't have at the moment right mm. right it's not like you won't have it
0: right and I think if you can't see I think it's really important that if you have somewhere that you want to get but you're not surrounding yourself with any people that are like that then you won't even believe it's possible because you're 100%. not you're not seeing it yeah. so you don't and you do have to see I think that something's possible before you go out mm. and get it yeah there is yeah
2: definitely definitely if you um if you have people in your life in your reality that you know trigger the fuck out of you surround yourself with them right mm. <laughs> 100% yeah even even if like it's like i can't stand this person find out why why exactly you know find why, out, why are they pissing me off why? so much yeah because yeah. there's so much growth with okay these people are really good at what they do but they're also there's so much growth with like this person triggers the fuck out of me
0: right mm-hmm.
2: right like when i first met nerida triggered the fuck out of me really triggered the fuck out of me yeah so what did i do i lent into it mm let's let's sit down have a chat get narrative involved in the podcast and come into a reconnection like learning about her and then all of a sudden I started to see. I was just like I'm triggered because she's showing up in a way that I want to show up yes Mm. right and when she was showing up like that I'm like yeah (laughs) and then I look back on myself I'm like you fucking immature like Mm. there was someone that's showing up so once again that 33% rule I went okay if I want to be able to do that let's show up in that way and surround myself with her. So um, yeah, there's, there's a lot of power in, in that as well.
1: Mm. I really like the 33% rule because I've always heard you become the combination of the five people who you spend mm. the most amount of time with. Yeah. And I think that can be a bit of a fear invoking thing because mm. you're like, well, you know, this person who I love mm. dearly is on a different track to me. Sure. But having the 33% rule, mm. I think that actually, I don't know, that it makes feels a bit more feel expansive. way more expensive and just calming like yeah great like there is room for everyone in your life
2: yeah and the the more consciously you focus on it the more unconsciously it's going to be ingrained for you like say for this podcast for example like i'm hanging out with people that are above me in regards to you know what we were just speaking about at the start like manifestors and Mm. and stuff like that like i don't know what you're talking about but i want to know right Mm. so instead of being like here we go this doesn't work why would i want to listen to this like it's been proven to me that this works. Mm. So, of course, I'm going to lean into this. Yeah. And, you know, like both of you are experts in your field. So, why wouldn't I surround myself with this and, mm. and learn about this type of stuff? And, yeah, and instead of… for
1: us, right? With yeah. what you're doing and mm. creating. Totally. Like it's such an expansion for all of us. In yeah, the yeah exactly. Yeah. It, it doesn't need
0: to be a competitive…
2: yeah mate yeah like competition's great don't get me wrong like you You need it to drive you for sure yeah it's like
0: how you look at it
2: Mm, exactly yeah yeah like competition needs to be there and competition needs to be like but not in a sense of like i want to beat you it's more like okay cool we're after this Mm. let's get it yeah like you want to come with me cool come with me yep but just so you know like if you do not keep up i'm not stopping right Mm, that's the competition yeah where it's not like you go Oh, I'm going to be better than you. I'm going to get all of this, and you're not. It's just like, no, come with me.
3: Mm, but mm. if you
2: cannot keep up, don't expect me to sit down and tie just your shoelaces stop. up. Like totally. I'm getting after it. Yep. Um, and I, th- I think you know, a lot of the time people get that misconstrued, and it's like if if you're not in the headspace of, I guess, being on that on like a daily basis of like, okay, cool, it's time for us to drive again. Then there's something missing. Like if if I had the option of sitting at that desk over there from 5 a.m. till 10 p.m. every single day. Now, is that going to make me overall happy? Maybe, maybe not. But I would show up to that desk every single day. Mm. And I guarantee there's a lot of people out there. If I said, if you have to go do your work for that long every single day, they would be like, fuck no, I right. want to get away from it. I live for the Friday, Saturday, Sundays. Yes. Um, so, but the thing is, you're in control of that. Like, if you don't like it, change it. Right. If you don't yes. want to do it, move on. Don't if you complain don't- about
0: it and don't pull other people down exactly. because they're actually putting in the... Yeah, yeah exactly. Type.
2: Like, you know, oh, I've got to provide for my family. Yeah, so did I. Mm. Mm. Like, I had two children that I had to provide for. Like, like, I get it and I hear how much of a challenge it is. But at the end of the day, like... If, if I can do it, I know everyone else out there can do it. Yeah. It's plain and simple. So if you're not in that headspace and if you're waking up each day going, oh, like dreading something, mm. move on. Mm. If it's a relationship, move on. Mm. If it's uh work, move on. If it's mm. friends that you hang out with, family members, whatever it is, move on to something in your life where you do wake up and you do feel that. Okay. I'm I'm excited for today. Mm. I'm ready for today. Um, yeah, like, you know, all about, it's funny how people speak about balance and um, like people say like, you got to have like a work-life balance. Yeah, You know, you've got to have um, eight hours at work and eight hours with home or whatever it may be. And I understand that and I get where that's coming from. But who made that balance? Yeah. You know, like, what if my balance one week was I want to, be 80% work, 20% family. Exactly. What if the next week my balance was 80% family, 20% work? Mm. Wouldn't that be more productive and resourceful in regards to balance? Yeah. Like... Balance
3: I, I, isn't a fixed thing. Yeah. It's constantly changing. Yeah, that's yeah. right.
2: And I think if you're in the headspace of like, you know, I've got a really good work-life balance, it's like... Is, work, it, is it though? Yeah. You know, like... Um I, I I truly believe like like should statements mm. they should just be completely removed they should oh, be yeah, exactly <laughs> like oh you you should be doing this, you should go university, you should be this type of person you do what you want,
1: yeah, completely
2: whatever like it's completely up to you, find what's resourceful for you, but you know the more that you live in people's conditionings and beliefs, then mm. that's what's going to become you, so mm-hmm. um yeah, like the the ideologies of, you know, what balance is, do what you feel like you want to do and do it at the best of your potential. That's your balance. That's where you're going to find the most power. Definitely.
3: Mm.
1: When people come to us as healers and coaches and things like that, mm. I think one of the most powerful things and one of the most petrifying things is that you have curated this life that's in front of you. Mm and when you actually take ownership of that and sit and be really honest with yourself and say yes everything this relationship that doesn't serve me this job that's all you and only you hold the power to change that yeah and i don't know i feel like it's it's such an empowering thing to know i can change this mm. but yeah but it's also so fearful if you feel stuck mm. to think how how can i change this mm. To kind of
0: admit, ah, the life I have now is because of me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And I think that's what gets people stuck from changing is just not even the, and it's not even, I don't think just the willingness, but like the knowing of what you were saying, all of this is a curation of everything that I've chosen. Mm. Rather than like, oh, no, life is doing this to me. My partner is annoying me. My job sucks and it's their fault. Yeah. And I just have to keep on keeping on. Mm. Yeah, it's like you're choosing that every day by not doing anything 100%. about it. Yeah, 100%. Mm.
2: Um, yeah, definitely, definitely. It's you're in control of everything in your world until you say that you're not, you know, mm. like, mm. Um, and then it's just everyone else's fault. Yeah. Or it's external's fault or, you know, uh, like my mum's go-to is I would change jobs if I could, but right, it's like... <laughs> You what can. Do you, what do you mean? There's no but. But yeah. to, to be fair to my mum, to be fair, like I mm. love it, I love it a bit. She is, you know, sometimes the biggest pain, but I absolutely love her because that pain is obviously stemmed from other things. But anyway, yep. um, like but when, I've, when I first started this, so like I was what, eight, nine years into the pub. And then the phone call when I said to mum, it was just like, hey, I'm, I'm quitting next week. Oh, what are you going to do? Oh, I'm going to start my own business. Crickets. <laughs> Crickets. I'm like, yeah, business. She was like, well, what are you going to do? Like, what type of business? And I was like, well, I'm going to be a men's coach. Like, And she's like, what's that? I'm like, well, I'm going to, you know, be there for men, show them it's okay, how to do this, how to do that. Oh, but how are you going to make money? Mm. By being a men's coach. Yeah. <laughs> That's the plan. And she's just like, but- what, what if, what if you fail? What if, oh, I, oh God, like you've got two kids now. Like you can't do, you need something sustainable and, you know, make sure that you've got the money. Da da da, da. I said, mom, I, I get it, but that's your pain,
3: mm. not mine. Mm.
2: I, I'm going to do this. So when I first started doing this, she was my biggest critic and I love it a bit because if I didn't have that critic, I wouldn't have kept pushing myself. Right. I was sort of more of like a, ha, take that, like yeah. I can do this. <laughs> yeah. um, but the 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 really powerful thing is that I'd never thought I would see this is my mum who's now, um, hang on, 61. So she's like 62, um, 60, yeah, turning 63 this year. She's now seen the evidence that you can do this mm-hmm. and now she's starting to go Oh, I'm gonna reach out to this person and, mm. and start to maybe, you know, explore doing what I do but by myself. And like what? Like I never would have thought. Mm. Never would have thought this. But yeah, like, you know, she was she was the biggest critic and it's something someone that I thought would never be able to step into like a world of like it, it's something new or different or or um unknown. She's willing to step into that place now and um yeah, yeah, I'm really proud of her of doing that, and I'm glad that I could have been like a a piece of like, oh, this is is possible. So mm-hmm. ho- maybe maybe it's not just mum, but maybe there is other people out there that are that are seeing this and they've gone, maybe it is, you know, maybe it is possible. And you know, for for the listeners out there, not I'm not to say that I'm out there and I'm you know, I've got like a multi 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 million dollar business and stuff like that. It's not like that at all, but you know is it six figures? Yes. Is it a place where I can support and, you know, um, you know, support family, um, support Lauren while she's at the sanctuary and, and getting that up and running. Like, yes, I am in that position now. So it's not like um, it's that type of success, that type of success is going to come. But for now, it's just, this is, this is, this is where it's at. So Mm -hmm. um, yeah, for anyone out there that is in their own, I guess in their own head of, not happy at their business or what they do, but they're unsure of what to do. Create the space to find out what you want to do as extreme as it wants, as it want to be and do it. Mm. Like do it. Like I had no experience doing this. I had no idea what, how to do it. I just reached out to people and invested into myself, into the business. Like investment wise, when be very close to six figures invested either into business or myself. Mm. Mm. So it's like, just get into a place of understanding what you want to do and then get really like acute and really honed in on what you want to do. And then just start taking action on it. Just, yeah, don't, don't stop until you're in a place of going, okay, I can see that this is possible. Mm. Um, Like Tahi, for example, I brought on Tahi 18 months ago and he had a conversation with us two days ago. Um, I just don't feel like a coach. I'm like, interesting i'm like why he's like well i'm a concreter i'm like yeah i was like but and what do you do when times get tough he's like, oh, i'll go back to concreting i was like and what do you do every single waking hour of every fucking day concreting mm. i was like so how are you going to feel like a coach mm. he's like ah, oh. yeah he's like the way that i would feel like a coach is by being a coach and doing it right like, yeah it's not like you just, yep. you know, um, someone clicks their fingers and go, now you're a coach. And yeah. You go, oh, I feel like a coach. Totally. Mm. Like, it's like, you have to give yourself the evidence that this is what you do now. Yes. You know, instead of being like, oh, I'm a concreter. It's like, you have so many deep ingrained beliefs that you're a concreter. Of course, you're going to feel like that. Mm. Of course, imposter syndrome is going to come in when yes. you're coaching. So mm. it's pretty much with him, I'm just like kicking him up the ass. I'm just like, just coach for fuck's sake. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just fucking reach out to people and coach them. Like, Don't
0: wait to feel like a coach. Yeah. Because you, that will never come.
2: Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Exactly. And like, I've taught him everything I know. Like, I can't tell him anything more than what I know. Mm. Go coach. Like, yeah. if I can do it, you can do it. Yeah. So just go do it. Like, I can't, you know, sit on the call and be like, all right,
3: now, now say this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> say this. Mm. it's like just yep. go
2: do it like you're gonna fuck up yeah like you're gonna have people say yes. this didn't work for me you're gonna have people say i don't want to work with you anymore you you need all of it yes and so much more yep mm. stop running away from the ideology of you know um a coach is 100 sex right uh, sex rate success rate <laughs> 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 could be could be that though um <laughs> 100% success rate and, like, every single person that you work with is, like, you know, going to align to you. and st- Exactly, it's just yeah. not It's simply just not. But you need to put yourself out there to find out who is going to be um, – as I'm sure that you have both have experienced totally. going into these worlds. It's, yeah. like, people just aren't going to like your style. And like,
0: not everyone has to. Exactly. Mm. Like, you can't – and this is, like, a people-pleasing thing, too. Like, you can't be – the teacher or the healer for everyone. Because if you are, yeah. you'll be the teacher and healer kind of for no one because mm. you'll keep pivoting and adjusting yourself. And then ultimately, like, even though you run a business that is for other people and in service of other people, you also can't, to be, can't forget to be in service of your own purpose, like mm. what actually is making you happy. Because if yeah. you're pivoting every day just to please your clients, yep. mm. what's the point? Yep. You're never going to teach them how to find a life of alignment because you mm. keep pivoting yourself so much just mm-hmm. to you know attract a particular client to you know whatever definitely and I think too like with yoga teachers that I mentor all the time they're like they usually come to mentoring because it gets to a point where they're like I've done all of these courses Mm. I still don't feel like I can go and teach a class I Mm. still don't know what I'm supposed to do I don't know you know I don't feel like a teacher or I have imposter syndrome and I'm like how many classes are you teaching now? Mm. None. Mm. That's why you don't feel like a teacher. Exactly. (laughs) Because you are letting all of this stuff run your mind. And, you know, you are never going to feel ready.
3: Mm.
0: Like, or like you know enough. And as soon as you're like, I know enough now, I don't need to learn anymore. You become stagnant. Like you're always going to need to learn more and more anyway. Yep at some point you just have to do the thing. Mm. And that's actually where you get the confidence from. Like confidence is not going to come mm. first. It'll come after. 100%. And it's terrifying yep. and you just got to do it anyway. Yep. yep, yeah. And if you fail, honestly, who cares? Yeah. Mm. Like if you can be okay with failing, because you will. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Um,
1: then it's okay.
2: Yeah. 100%.
1: It's like we have so much grace for everyone else, mm-hmm. having that grace for ourselves mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, it's so hard to remember <laughs> sometimes. Definitely, yeah.
2: definitely, especially when you you know you put yourself to that level as well. Um, like wh- when we when we do our in-person events, every single time. Like I think over the past twelve months or just over twelve months now, we've ran like over twenty events, mm-hmm. in-person events. Like over that over that time hundreds of people that we've been with every single event there is still like before we start it's like this just jab of anxiety oh totally every single time so Mm. it's just it's not like you know sure over time that may dissipate but it's like that's not going to control the situation Mm. like even do a podcast like this as soon as you sit down yeah it's like the way that I see it is just like turn those nerves into excitement, turn turn the, that anxious state and that nervous state to being like, if, if I'm anxious right now, I'm doing the right thing. Yeah. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm putting myself into an environment where I'm like, okay, I, I'm, I'm anxious about this, but that's a good thing because mm. I'm challenging myself at the moment. I'm pushing mm. myself to do this.
1: And it means you care, right? Like you yeah. really exactly. want it yeah. to have a good outcome.
2: Yeah. yeah. I s- <laughs> a really good story is um, probably... Uh, end of of last year, probably like October, November. um, That's when we decided to pivot to start working with women. Before then, it was just men. And I was like, all right, we'll do a women's event, but we're not going to charge people for it because I just don't think there's going to be many. Like, it's not really going to happen, but we'll just put it out for free, see what happens. We usually get like anywhere between like 10 to 15 people at each reconnection event, usually. 33 women like signed up within two days mm, of this wow. event. I was just like, holy <clears throat> fuck. And it was like, all right, a free event, probably half of them will drop out. 33 women showed up for that day. Yeah. So to start with, we, we take people through the ice bars at the start. So when you're taking them through ice bars, you're not really fully seen. It's like, it's more about the ice bath. Mm. So taking them through the ice bath, dah, 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 took everyone through. All right, let's go get changed. Everything like that. This was at the old sanctuary. Mm. While everyone was getting changed, like I was at the whiteboard. So like for anyone that doesn't know where the old sanctuary is, it's like this <laughs> big open space with like a whiteboard at the front, like pretty much like what a big, um, what would you call it? Like a yoga space, like a big yoga mm. space with big yep. mirrors up there. Anyway, like I'm writing stuff up on the board, sort of like focusing on this, but disassociated to the fact of how many people are about to fucking come behind me. Yeah, <laughs> So I'm like writing the board. Da, 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 da. And like is over there, he's got his camera gear and he's like a bit like fidgety I was like you good and he's like yeah man yeah I'm ready to go <laughs> I'm like what the fuck's going on and like Tahi's like <laughs> Tahi's like nerve city like oh yeah he's like like pacing around and stuff. I didn't catch in. I didn't like understand like, what the fuck's going on because I still was turned with my back yeah. to them and then I'm like all right cool click the pen I turn around 30 something not men women was- looking at me boom anxiety and <laughs> I'm like
1: there it is holy
2: shit I look at keys and he's like mm-hmm, "Yeah, <laughs> do you feel me like
0: that
1: welcome yeah,
2: yeah. and I'm like
1: you just oh. caught up
2: yeah I said like, well, welcome to reconnection oh my god like dribbling thankfully there was um, a girl in the like in the middle her name's Bonnie um, she'd done the shift with us um, and she'd signed up to the shift a couple of days before doing the reconnection that free reconnection and uh Yeah, I looked into there and I seen her smile and I was just like, that brought me back in. Um, But yeah, like even those types of things, it still, you know, does get it into that space. But like you said, it's not going to control how I dictate myself and, you know, how I show up and pieces like that. In fact, if I'm, if I create something and I go, okay, this makes me feel a bit nervous. I'm like, yeah, cool. That's what we need to do. Whereas if I create something and I go, yeah. Yeah. Like I just don't do it. Yeah. Like I've had you know, a handful of people come up to us over the past twelve months and they're like, Um, can we collab? Can we do this together? Let's go do this. And I just listen to myself and I go, It doesn't feel right. Mm. And mm. I'm just like no, nah, apologies, but no, nah, I I've got this that I'm focusing on, or just to be completely honest with you, like it just doesn't align to yeah. what I'm what I'm doing. So just really listen to yourself and um or the other option is just keep complaining about it. <laughs> like, that's what I told my clients. I'm like, Hey, listen to yourself or you can keep complaining.
1: Or yeah. don't the choice is yours. Yeah. yeah. I was
2: like, keep complaining about it. Like, I'm not going to listen to it. I'm mm. not going to be like, it's okay. It's mm. fine. Like I'm, I'm not going to save you from the pain. Yeah. It's up to you. Like yeah. I had, I had a client this week in our men's group. Um, who's been working at a job for past two years. that he's just despising at the moment. And, um, for, for the past three weeks, four weeks, each call that we've had, he's rocked, like, oh, like, real, like, you know, oh, fucking exhausted, you know, another week of this, da-da-da-da-da. And it was, like, last Thursday, just gone. I was just like, hey, either go change it or I don't want to hear about it anymore. Mm. Yeah. like, so, oh, mate, it's been like this for weeks. Mm. Go change it. So I'm pretty sure... We- quit yesterday and he's like, all right, I need to get out of here now. But you know, it's, it's very powerful in the way that you can, you know, control how you show up and and what you do. And um, but the, the really like, I guess, interesting thing is you need to be aware of the excuses that you give yourself and be aware of how you're, you know, you're controlled by something else. I, a lot of the time people only work for the money. Like mm. that is most of the time people only show up because it's like, well, I get paid weekly. Yep. It's a consistent thing and yep. I know what it is. Yep. So like, if you're willing to push past that, you can go do whatever you want.
0: Yeah. If you weren't getting paid, would you go to work every day?
2: Hmm. Int- yeah. I just thought about that then. I was just like, if I didn't get paid for what I'm doing, would I still show up? Hmm. Interesting thought.
0: Mm. Mm. I mean, you already did. Used to show up.
2: When, yeah. You
0: know what I mean. Yeah, I did it for years. But <laughs> I think, years. like you know, people who are in jobs that they really hate, it's like, okay, well, mm. if you didn't get paid for this, would you show up for mm. your nine to five that absolutely makes you miserable?
2: Yeah, hundred percent. No. I think no. <laughs> Probably not. Hundred percent of people would just go, "Fuck no, am I showing up?" Yeah. Like no way. Yeah. So. You so know why show? And I, up. I think, <laughs> yeah, I think people know deep down. <clears throat>
0: Yeah, totally. Like,
2: I think people know deep down that this just isn't for them. Yeah. Like, my mum has said it to to me all the time. She's like, I know that this is not for me, Mm. but, you know, for for a long time, she was providing and I understood what she was saying. Like, you know, dad not being around and um, mum pretty much having to work four jobs. Mm. Like, I get it. That's providing. Like, that's fucking like, there's no other option to do that. I understand that side of things. I get that. But- Um, now, now she's like, well, I've got you who's 30 and who's looking after himself. I don't need to provide for you anymore. Like I provide for the grandchildren, but not really to the same capacity of Mm. what it is for an only child. So now it's like, now she even said, she's like, I don't really have that excuse of like, oh, Mm. I'm providing now. It's more like, I'm pretty much just like being a detriment to myself. And she's, she's in like this really cool phase at the moment where it is really painful, but she's also like, you know, I, I want to start seeing what else is, what else is available. Mm. So in, she's, like I said, she's 62. Like it's not like an age has a, a factor yeah. in this. It's, mm. it's, it's, um, it's up to you if you're willing enough to, you know, ask yourself about it and find out about it. Mm. Definitely.
1: We hope you have been enjoying this episode that we recorded with Jacob from Polaris this conversation we had with Jacob ended up going for a few hours because it was just so deep and full of wisdom and insight so we've decided to split this one up over two episodes so if you're loving this episode as much as we are make sure you tune in next week to hear part two thanks again for being here guys it honestly means so much to us